Hi, I'm Emily Williams, the founder of the top success and personal development company for driven women called I Heart My Life. I grew my company from $442 to seven figures in my first 18 months. And since then, it's become a movement for women who know they're meant for something big and refuse to settle. At I Heart My Life, we operate with the belief that anything is possible and no dream is too big. We're all about combining business strategy, deep mindset work, high performance practices, money tips, and a whole lot of lifestyle to help you get the results you deserve in all areas of life. Because after all, we only get this one shot. This is your one-stop shop for all things inspiration. So grab your favorite drink and a pen and a notebook and get ready to be inspired. Oh, and if you're not a member of our community, go to iheartmylife.com slash join and receive all of our emails and announcements. And while you're at it, copy and paste this episode link and share it with three friends. Now on to the episode. Hey, it's Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your host of the I Heart My Life show. This is episode 228. I knew I was building the wrong business, part one of our rebrand reveal. So in that title, you can see that this is probably going to be a juicy episode. I'm actually taking you behind the scenes of my journey over the past eight months or so, but actually really the past four years, where I started to realize that I was building the wrong business. And I'm going to take you through my whole process of figuring that out and obviously all of the ups and downs that came with that. This is a very vulnerable episode, and I'll also be recording another one that goes along with this, a part two. And I wanted to share this because I think it's really important that I, as a leader and the founder of a company, actually share the real truth behind what happens in our brands and not just give you the highlight reel, but actually show you how I move through challenges and how I make decisions and how I get clarity and how I deal with pressure and all of those key components of running a company, but also living your best life and living from a place of desire. So my intention is that this serves you regardless of where you're at, regardless of where your goals are, because we're all humans who have challenges. We're all humans who experience moments of clarity and also moments of doubt and confusion. So I hope that my big reveal supports you in moving forward with your goals and living your best life. So let's dive in. This episode is sponsored by the I Heart My Life Signature Course. This course is a long time in the making. It's based on my incredible book called I Heart My Life. It's literally some of those chapters broken down into a self-study course that provides you with everything you need to uncover what your purpose is and move full speed ahead towards taking action and making your big dreams a reality. We cover mindset, money mindset, goal setting, success, tips, how to develop your own support system, everything you need to go from A to Z uh, in terms of creating a life that you love. So if you go to iheartmylifecourse.com, you'll learn more and you'll be able to sign up right away today and be able to start moving forward towards that big vision, that thing that you know you're meant for. And remember, you are worth it. You deserve to live a life that you love. So go ahead and check it out now.
All right, let's go ahead and do this. I have to admit, I'm feeling a little bit nervous, but that's a good thing, right? I actually asked James to put his noise-canceling headphones on so he couldn't hear me, even though I have nothing negative to say about him. (laughs) But I felt like I just wanted complete privacy to have this conversation and be open and real with all of you listening. Obviously, this is not a private conversation by any stretch of the imagination, but it feels like it as I'm recording it. And that felt really important for me. So we're going to dive into it now. I'm really excited to reveal what I've been innovating and creating, but I also, of course, want to take you behind the scenes of what's been going on because the process has not been easy and it has definitely not been graceful. I had a coach tell me once that um, it's awkward before it's elegant, and I think that's such a true statement. We also talk a lot about the messy middle on this show, and there's definitely been all of that. And the truth is, is I've never been the type of person to want to only share a highlight reel with all of you. I don't feel like that's fair. I feel like for anyone who listens to this episode, you deserve to have the full truth because that's really what I Heart My Life is all about. It's not about the best bits only. It's about the insider info, what worked, what didn't, what I learned, all those messy pieces. And if you joined our community, I imagine that's what you really value. And I really see that all of my struggles, all of my challenges have always been in service of you. If I can go before you or if I can do something or experience something that gives you some insight uh, as to how to handle it or make sense of it or move through it, then I'm happy to do that. And I really see that as part of my role. So regardless of why you're here, you do deserve to know the truth. So that's what we're going to get into. This is not an overnight success story. There's so much that lies beneath the surface. So we're going to talk about everything starting today. So in this episode plus part two, I'm sharing my own low moments that ended up being the catalyst for all of these changes within my companies. I'm sharing my resistance, how I was going against the flow in my own life and business, and how that resulted in literal stagnation in many areas, things not moving forward. I'm sharing how I outgrew my business and how coach after coach tried to help me, but you can't help somebody who's building the wrong business. And I'm also sharing my dreams and desires for the future iterations of the Emily Williams brand as well as I Heart My Life. I can honestly say now that I feel fully aligned with my vision and my mission. And if for whatever reason it were not to work out on paper, I would know at least I went for it. At least I followed my heart. And that's what I want for you too, to get to that place where you know, even if it didn't work out, even if it crumbled, even if nobody got it, you stayed true to yourself. You made things happen in alignment with your vision, okay? So that is what is available for you. And that's what I'm gonna be sharing starting today. So the first part of this story really starts on New Year's Day, 2021. James and I had traveled to Vail, Colorado to spend time with some friends, and we stayed in a hotel for a while, and then we rented this beautiful house on a golf course, and it was all snowy and just totally picturesque. And um, we had an incredible New Year's Eve, and then I woke up the next morning and something was off. Uh, I actually felt like I couldn't breathe. It wasn't like I had to go to the hospital or anything like that, but I just had shortness of breath. And I know that there are times when we wake up or when we experience some sort of pain and we don't necessarily know what it is. But in this instance, I knew exactly what was happening. 
So if I flash back a little bit, around September 2020, I started working with some incredible coaches who were basically brought in to help me build out a new membership community. And we spoke about the purpose of the community. We had all of our ideas down on paper. We had a big VIP day, all the things. And they were amazing coaches. They know exactly what they're talking about. But at one point during our conversations, we talked about me specifically focusing on coaches. And I expressed to them that that actually wasn't what I heard my life was about. Although I've been serving coaches for many years, seven years in particular, and I love working with coaches, don't get me wrong. That was a very small portion of what I had envisioned the company to be focusing on. Uh, Not even just the coaching space, but the entrepreneurship space. And I, I expressed this to them. And at the same time, they said, you know, we totally get it. We can see the vision for the brand as well. And we recommend that you niche down as much as possible so that this membership is really specific and it, you know, takes off and it's successful. And so I listened to them because, of course, we've all heard that if you're speaking to everyone, you're speaking to no one and that it's important to have a niche and for people to understand who it is that you work with and how you serve them. So I was like, okay, I'll just suck it up. I'll do this, you know, this membership. I'll put it out into the world. And I was excited about it, but it wasn't in alignment. And so I really want to point out that difference. I don't want anyone who's worked with us in the past to think that I haven't loved working with you because that's so not the case. It's just like I said, I started to see that I Heart My Life was put into this box and it was pigeonholed. And that's not what the intention was for the brand. But I figured at some point things would start to expand. At some point, naturally, more people would be attracted to the company, not just coaches. And so I didn't feel like I needed to do anything besides get as specific as possible now, follow the coaches that were, you know, supporting me, put this program out into the world, give it my all and, you know, bring in revenue and make it successful. But on New Year's Day, when I woke up, I realized I could not launch this membership. So when I looked up, Uh, in the book, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay, she categorizes breathing problems as fear, not trusting the process, getting stuck in childhood, fear of taking in life fully. And all of that resonated with me, especially that last part. So fear of taking in life fully. And I Heart My Life was not in its full iteration. It was not what it was born to be. When I started I Heart My Life back in 2014, it was birthed out of my own quarter life crisis and feeling like I didn't know my purpose. I didn't know how to be happy. I didn't know how to be successful. I didn't know how to find love. And I didn't know how to transform my mindset or make money. It started off as a life coaching company for women who wanted to fulfill their deepest desires and pursue their purpose. It was never intended to be a a business coaching platform. After all, it's I Hurt My Life, not I Hurt My Business. And by the way, I own IHurtMyBusiness.com, so you can't get it if you want it. (laughs) I do have that in the background. But as those initial months went on in the beginning of building my company, the better I did, the more coaches came my way. So people saw my coaching business thriving and they wanted to know how I did it, how I made it happen. How was I bringing in revenue? How was I getting clients? And I was so excited to be working with the amazing people who were coming my way and teaching them. And the truth is we've always woven in a lot of mindset work. It hasn't always been just business strategy. And so I was getting to do a lot of that. 
And for the first few years, it was incredible. My business was thriving. I was working with incredible driven entrepreneurs who had huge purposes. And I genuinely love that piece of it. But as time went on, I felt like I wasn't in alignment with the original vision or mission for the company. Like I said, when I Hurt My Life popped into my head all those years ago, it was for all women, not just for business owners. And again, it's that thing where we come back to what we've been taught. And I've been taught time and time again, speak to one group. Get specific. (laughs) Don't try and speak to everyone. If you speak to everyone, you're speaking to no one. And I just started to realize, like, how much longer can I listen to that advice and feel like it's not in alignment with me? So one of the things that will pop in the show notes is this little video that I made back in 2014. It might have even been 2013. I was applying to Marie Forleo's B-School program. And in order to win a scholarship, you had to put together a video about the concept for your business and why you should win. And at the time, her the investment for the program was $2,000. And there was also a really extended payment plan. But I didn't have that money. And so I really wanted to win the scholarship. Now, although the production value of what you'll see in the show notes is not amazing, you can see the concept for the company. And it's very different to what we have today in many ways. It covers all areas of success, basically. If you don't want to watch it, you don't have to, but it flashes up all these different words and it's essentially like, tell us what you want and we'll help you get it. Do you want money, happiness, career, career, joy, love, success, travel, all of the above? That's what I Heart My Life is all about. And yes, over the years, we've been able to weave some of those topics into our programs, but mainly we've been talking about business, all right? And what I found over the years as well is not everyone is meant to own a business, There are plenty of people who come into our programs so excited about becoming a business owner, only to realize that it's freaking hard work, only to realize that they don't want to sell, they don't want to market, only to realize that they're actually much better as the support person behind the scenes instead of the person in the spotlight. And that is so admirable to realize that about yourself. And I just started to see, like, I was cutting off this whole other group of incredible people by just speaking to business owners. And flat out, I just could not do it anymore. And I got to the point where I was like, we'll talk about this later, where I was like, I don't even care about the money. If this vision is not coming to life, if this brand is not in alignment with what I actually want and what I intend it to be, then why in the world are we doing this? I built the company out of my own pain of being in a quarter life crisis for five years, not knowing what lit me up, feeling lost, not having a passion or purpose, not feeling grounded or rooted in my decisions, allowing fear and doubt to run the show. And I found myself in a similar place in that ski chalet in Vail (laughs) seven years later. And I knew something had to change. And so it was actually a really uh, powerful experience because I was in Vail with two other couples, like I said, and, and the wives are actually coaches as well. And so I spoke to them that war- that morning for a long time and I was crying and there was just a lot of emotion. And one of them actually uh, offered to do a session with me there and then. And she asked me what I wanted to do, if I could do anything. And I said, I would, I would shut it all down and I would start over. 
And we ultimately came to the conclusion that I didn't need to do that. <laughs> but we also realized um, she you know, brought to the surface that I helped women love their lives and I deserved to have the same experience. And because I wasn't in alignment with what I always envisioned this company to be, that was challenging for me. I felt like I was constantly waiting. As I said a few minutes ago, I I believed that at some point the company would head in the direction that it was meant to head into. But then I started to see, you know what? It's been seven years. Maybe I need to send this in the direction it needs to go into. Maybe I need to pivot this. And force is not the right word, but guide it into that direction. The truth was, you know, somewhere along the way, I'd conformed. I fell into something because I could do it, but that didn't mean that I should. And again, the vision has always been I hurt my life, not I hurt my business. And like I said, although there was this tendency and this emotional moment where I was like, I would shut it all down. I spoke to one of my friends later on, a few months later, actually, I think it was in May. And she said to me, you know, it's like that Marin Morris song, The Bones. The bones or the structure is good. And the house don't fall when the bones are good. That's a line in the in the song. And so what we realized was like there was that structure there. There is that foundation. And so we just need to pivot the company and and guide it where we want to go. I could rebuild the house if I wanted to. And that is truly this journey. That is the journey I'm describing, describing is rebuilding, um, replacing, pivoting, all of the things. So that was really my first aha moment. And so from there, after coming back from Vail, I told my team that we weren't going to launch the membership. We literally had been mapping it all out. It was created. The emails were written. The graphics were done. (laughs) I'm sure other business owners listening to this, even if you're not a business owner, you've been in, in jobs where things get changed at the last minute and this was no different. And my team was really understanding and they trusted me to guide the ship in the direction that it needed to go in. And I can't say that I was crystal clear. It's just like when I turned the car around from Ohio, when I was going from Ohio to Chicago, I knew I didn't want to go to grad school, but I didn't know what the next plan was. I don't like to say plan B. I didn't know what the new plan A was. And it was the same thing here. So I had to figure that out. Um, and I gave myself permission to do so, to do so. And so during that period of time, um, we were running current programs that we had. We were, you know, giving to our clients, being supportive, and I was behind the scenes uh, requesting clarity of the universe, however you want to describe it or think of it. I was requesting that, and it definitely did not happen overnight, which is also why I felt really called to share this story with all of you. Because I think so often we believe that there is like this huge moment of clarity. And of course, there can be. Like when I woke up on New Year's Day, that was a huge moment of clarity. And sometimes it comes in bits and pieces. And we really don't have control over it. Our main job is to just be open and to start making decisions that allow that clarity to come in and to make space for the clarity. That's a huge one. If I had launched this membership, that membership that I just described, I wouldn't have space for something extra to come in. I would be overwhelmed. And so really think about if you're allowing yourself to sit 
with the curiosity and 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 see what's right for you, see what comes your way, and do you actually have space for something new to come in? So around that time, again, I'm running a company. I'm also getting clarity in the background. That can be really challenging. Uh, it's not like I went off and did a silent retreat for a month to try and get clear. Like this is real life. Things are still happening. I have bills to pay. I have team members to support all the stuff. I have amazing clients. And so I don't want that to crash and burn. The house doesn't need to fall. We've already established that. So I was doing things in the background to keep it going while requesting clarity. And one of the things that we decided to do was get some SEO support because it wasn't something that we had ever focused on. Um, For those of you who don't know what SEO is, search engine optimization, you can look it up. And this was something we, we had never really hired somebody for. So around that time, I think it was February or March 2021, I started to have meetings with this really incredible SEO team. And they did a bunch of um, research behind the scenes. So they looked at our competitors. They looked at other people in the industry to see what sort of keywords they were using. And long story short, they came to one of our um, early meetings with a presentation about what they discovered. They wanted to show me some of the keywords that they suggested for our brand. So the the um, account director, she shared her screen on Zoom, pulled up this spreadsheet for me, all perfectly laid out. And I could see all the words as she was scrolling. And she was reading them out loud as she was, you know, showing them on the screen. And I saw things like business coach for women, female business coaching, business coach for female entrepreneurs, starting a business. And my stomach literally started to turn. (laughs) I heard a little voice say to me, that is not what I heart my life is about. In that moment, if you know me at all, you know that I was getting emotional, you know that my face doesn't lie, and so I actually turned my camera off because I was starting to cry. It was not my most professional moment, but it was definitely one of the most pivotal ones. And I was just honest with her, and I said, like, this is not aligning for me, and there's a lot coming up. Can we please revisit this conversation at another date and stop the meeting for today? Because I knew I couldn't do it any longer. And the thing is, is like, Why would I pay somebody to put all of these keywords in place, start to gain traction with Google, start to rank for these keywords when this wasn't actually what the company was about anyways? Was I going to keep changing everything months from now, years from now? Was I going to keep reinventing the wheel? Was I going to have to rehire an SEO team when I was finally ready to change things up and get this going in the direction it was supposed to be going in? And that was one of those moments, as they say, the straw that broke the camel's back, where I realized I had to make decisions based on where I wanted to be, not from where I currently was. And I think that is such um, a powerful thing, a powerful benchmark to really think about every single day with all the decisions you're making. Are you making decisions based on where you want to be or where from where you currently are? Right. And so nothing's going to change if we keep looking at where we currently are. And that's how we make decisions. I had been, you know, trying to head in a different direction for four years. That's the real truth. But it wasn't until I was faced with this SEO (laughs) spreadsheet that I felt the finality of my decisions. And I realized, you know what? I don't actually have all the time in the world. We are not guaranteed any 
extra minutes. We are we don't even know how many days we have. Why in the world would I be building something that does not excite me? And again, I'm very conscious that I have a lot of clients listening to this and I don't want you, you know, by any means to think that we haven't loved working with you because that's so not the truth. But like I said, I hurt my life focusing on business and entrepreneurship. That's a very small portion of what it was always dreamed up to be. Okay. And so I really didn't want to redo all of this years later. (laughs) I didn't want to move forward in a direction that was ultimately not in service to the company. And I really felt, you know, again, that I hurt my life was in this box and it had been created by me. And I felt like I couldn't breathe. I felt like I couldn't get the company. I, I wasn't allowing the company to expand and grow and develop. I wasn't allowing us to reach even more incredible women. I really liked helping women build businesses. And I liked when people asked me, you know, what what do you do? What is I Hurt My Life? I liked being able to say, we help women start and grow online businesses. That sounds really special. And that's definitely something that plays into my ego. But that wasn't the truth. Part of me always knew that. That was not the truth. From the outside looking in, yes, we did do that. And yes, we helped our clients get incredible results, and we still do. But that was a very small piece of our mission. And so in that moment, I decided I couldn't do it anymore. And so our uh, SEO team was really um, understanding, and we negotiated with them, and they allowed us to actually pause the contract for a bit um, while we, we still paid them, but while um, we put the work on pause, while uh, we got all of this figured out, <laughs> which was a lot to figure out. And so what I did in that moment is really channel one of those early mentors who, who definitely has inspired me so much, and I've already mentioned her on today's episode, Marie Forleo. I remember a, clear, uh, a conversation um, that I heard her, I don't know if it was on Marie TV or something, but she mentioned the phrase, clarity comes from engagement, not from thinking about it. And so I thought to myself, okay, well, that means I need to engage in my life. I want to connect with this vision. Let's go back to when I first started mapping out I Heart My Life. What was this actually about? What was it that I wanted to do? And I had to give myself permission to go there. And that can feel really challenging. I know that sometimes that leads to overwhelm because you have so much choice. I did the same thing when I was a graduate in college and I was looking at grad schools all around the United States and I made my parents fly with me to visit probably 10 of them because I needed to feel into it to see what was the right decision for me. And so I kept doing that with this whole process. And like I said, two things started to happen for me. I mentioned this earlier. I stopped caring about the money in the same way, which I'll describe in a second, and fear started to subside. So I cared more about the vision of the company over the money for the first time. And I knew that if I was in alignment with the vision, the money would come in in even greater amounts. Because let's be real, I'm a money mindset expert. I care a lot about money. I care about this company growing. I want to be able to serve more people. I want to have a massive marketing budget. I still see this as a billion-dollar brand. But it wasn't going to get there if I stayed in the same place and if I cared more about what was happening now versus the overall vision of the company. So that was a huge shift for me. And then in terms of the fear, I had to just reconcile with the fact that, yeah, if all of this 
crashed and burned, if all of this, you know, stopped, if I had to fire everyone, if I had to let go of clients, I would be okay. And I say that because I feel like for so many years, that was an issue for me. For so many years, I questioned, okay, well, what would happen if revenue stopped coming in? What would happen if no one bought? What would happen if no one understood my message or no one listened to the I Heart My Life show? What would happen? And what I've done over the years is really trained my mind to believe that not only am I destined to be successful, but there are many different paths to success. And even if something didn't work out, number one, I would learn. And number two, I believe I have such an incredible network around me that there are so many people I could call on for support, even if they hired me to be a coach in their companies, even if, you know, whatever the thing is, I started writing for them as a blog contributor. And oftentimes these fears around the what ifs It's actually, for a lot of you, stuff that's already your current reality. I was talking to a client the other day and she said, well, you know, I'm just really nervous. I'm going to put this out there and no one's going to buy it. And I was like, how is that any different to your current reality? You don't have any clients. You're just starting and your life is pretty good. And so literally your current reality in this moment is your biggest fear. And yet you're letting yourself, you're letting that hold you back from moving forward and even trying, right? When we get real about what these fears are, it's so crazy. And when I played the whole tape through and I was like, you know what, if all of this stopped working tomorrow, what would I do? And I realized, oh, I'd reach out to this person. I'd use my savings. I'd do this, this, and this. I realized I already had a plan. And so the, the ultimate fear was not as scary, And when you get to the place where you're no longer afraid, when you're in full trust and your desire takes over, you are unstoppable. And so I started to really channel that frame of mind. And I want you to think about that, you know, for yourself. Of course, I had questions around, does this mean I have to shut off all of our programs? Does this mean I stop coaching? Does this mean I let go of my team? What about the fact that we're literally buying a house this year personally? Am I a crazy person? Of course, some of these questions came up for me. Um, But at the same time, when I looked at what those fears actually were, and I looked at what the possible scenarios were of those fears, it wasn't scary. And the scarier thing was me spending another seven years building a business that was not in alignment for the vision that I initially had and the vision that I know I hurt my life is meant to be. And you can probably tell that I actually think of my companies as separate to me. And that's really important, especially if you are the face of a brand, your company is its own thing. And we get so wrapped up in our company being us, and that's actually not healthy. I find that to be really stifling. So really think about that for yourself if that resonates. So during this time, like I said, I started to move past the fear. I got clear on um, that the vision was the thing that was most important for me. But I didn't know what the steps were. (laughs) I didn't know the roadmap. And there's a lot of people out there who will will tell you, you know, don't focus on the how, don't worry about the how. And I do agree with that to a certain, certain extent, because if in the beginning of January, I'd been so focused on the how, it would have been overwhelming 
right? But at this point in time, I realized, well, actually, I do need to know the steps so that I can get this company moving in the right direction. And so I did two things in terms of getting that clarity. So I listened to my own internal guidance system. So my intuition, as well as what brings me joy, because joy is a really key indicator that you are on the right path. And I kept asking myself, is this in service to the vision of the brand? Is this in service to the vision of the brand? And again, that meant that I had to come back to what did I create here? What was the intention for I Heart My Life all along? Let's come back to the origin of this company, okay? Because sometimes we get sucked into what feels easy or what's the thing that we think is going to make the money the fastest, what is the, th- the decision that we can make that has um, the least amount of fear attached to it. But the truth is, I'd known what I wanted I Heart My Life to be since I launched it. Like I said, back in that day when I made that uh, low production value video (laughs) for the scholarship program. And so now it was time to bring I Heart My Life back to its origin. And more than anything else, I knew that it was a platform to help women fall in love with themselves and their lives. So I just had to ask myself, how do we do this? If the mission is to help women fall in love with themselves and their lives, how do we do this and what do we offer? And so I allowed myself to brain dump and write down what I was excited about for the brand. Nothing else. If I wasn't excited about it, it didn't go on the list. And so what I came up with were essentially five things. The podcast, awesome. The blog, awesome. E-commerce products like journals and stationery events like I Heart My Life Live and meetups. So meetups in different cities around the world with incredible women like yourself. And as you can see on that list, it had nothing to do with coaching. (laughs) Once again, coaching does fit into this whole world. I'm going to tell you about that in our next episode. But for this business, it did not include coaching, at least for the time being. And of course, when I had that realization, my mind was like, how can we not have coaching? This is what I Heart My Life is built upon. And of course, in some ways we do. Um, We also decided to keep all of our courses, which I added to the list later on because those are in alignment. So we have coaching in our courses. But when we're talking about those interactive moments, one-to-one or even group coaching sessions, that's not a part of what we're doing at the moment. And I had to trust my inner navigation system and follow its directions in the moment. And I I should note here that I did not do this alone. I talked to people I trusted. I booked sessions with other coaches. So many friends offered to do sessions with me or just have conversations. I remember even back in May, I was at a brunch for one of my friends named Marla Mattinson, and there were other amazing women there. And we were all introducing ourselves and asking uh, or sharing what it is that we do. And a lot of them were familiar with my brand. And at the end of the brunch, I was the last one to introduce myself. And I actually asked them for their feedback. What do they see in me? What do they see the brand doing? And it was so interesting. So I was like this human sponge absorbing all the things that I wanted to know. We even did a focus group within the community. And so there was a lot of information gathering. I even had this amazing reading by somebody named Dawn. She's a healer and a clairvoyant. And she was referred to me by somebody who has worked with her for many years. Um, She works with a lot of seven and eight figure uh, CEOs. 
And I was so blown away by what she shared with me when she was speaking that I actually had to get my computer out (laughs) and type it up, even though that's probably not allowed during sessions like that. And I wanted to read a little snippet of it to you here. She said, it's absolutely important for you to step into what makes you happy. You'll help others live more in, in their true, authentic self. It won't be business, but about owning one's identity and communicating what they are here to do. You'll teach them to live from their heart and express their visions and desires. You have to be gentler with yourself. You have this expectation for yourself. There's so much friction. You feel split in two different directions. The best thing is for you to step into what brings you joy for your own soul's evolution. Prosperity will follow you wherever you go. You are not going to let people down by pivoting. You'll help others even more businesses and brands and who they are as a person. People need this aspect of you even more so. They may think they need what you were teaching in the past, but they really need this evolution of your purpose. And if that's not validating, I don't know what is. So I'm going to leave this there for now. Obviously, it was so powerful to hear those words. And in the next part of this incredible series, I'm going to talk about the clarity I had for the Emily Williams brand. And I'm going to share more about our rebrand and the photo shoot behind the scenes and some of the even more difficult decisions that I had to make in order to get this moving in the direction that I knew it was meant to go in. So I'll talk to you soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the I Heart My Life show. Now do us a favor and tell people about this episode. It's truly our duty to make sure that the I Heart My Life movement is spread far and wide. The truth is life can be challenging, but it is possible for all women to love themselves and their lives. And while you're at it, send a link to this episode to three of your friends today, or maybe even post it on social media. Use the hashtag I Heart My Life Show. That's hashtag I Heart My Life Show. And if you'd like to help me personally, then please rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Give us some stars, cheer us on, and leave a review because believe it or not, that stuff actually really does help. And I read all of them. Please remember everything you desire is meant for you and possible. Keep showing up, taking action, and believing in your dreams.